0: Good morning everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy author of epic fantasy romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm, that's delicious. Today is Monday January 9th 2023. I've got a little hunter cat here beside me. Um, I think he's not quite in camera range for those of you on video but he sees something out there a bird or something. So if there is an abrupt leap attack uh, that's what's going on. Uh, so um. Have to see if I can get through this without crying. Um, we lost Isabel over the weekend. <sighs> Who are we kidding I'm not going to get through this without crying I was trying. Anyway, she she died at home. She died peacefully uh, Saturday night. So we buried her yesterday, and it it was good. Uh, long time listeners will know that we had been anticipating this for a while. She'd been slowly declining. When I woke up on Saturday morning, uh, she was. I moved her into my bathroom on Wednesday. I'd gotten her weight, which was going down precipitously, and she kind of seemed like she wanted to stay in there but then when I woke up on Saturday morning I was just taking you know food and water into her and you know trying to keep her comfortable. Um, but then when I woke up Saturday morning uh, she wasn't in the bathroom and I hadn't woken up to pee at all that night or anything so it's like oh, I hadn't checked on her all night. So. <coughs> I was looking for everywhere and finally I found her under the bed. Um, and she was pretty confused. She had long since lost her hearing and she had gotten pretty blind as well. Be careful. Sorry talking to Killian here who is not careful. (laughs) He hasn't yet figured out the being careful thing. Um, so she was pretty confused there under the bed. She couldn't see her here and so she was happy that I got her and pulled her out and um, so then I thought well maybe she wanted to I I thought I was going to find her dead. So I took her back into the bathroom and sat with her for a while put her on the bath mat and um, and she was really weak and so I petted her for a while and told her it was okay to let go. And I did think she was going to die then but she didn't so then I moved her back out to um, we call it the 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 cat cave it's on the cat condo um I put her out sort of on a rug next to it so she could kind of be out with everybody because it seemed like she wanted that and she got herself up and got into the cat cave uh, and then she she died there at about 1 in the morning Jackson came and got David and told him and my mom asked how he told him and because uh, <laughs> David sleeps in the guest room most of the time because he's just more comfortable and that way when he gets up and down he doesn't disturb me so Jackson jumped up on the bed and was scratching at David's leg at the blanket and kept looking back towards the living room so that's how he told him uh, so David got up and found that his fella died so he came and woke me up and I you know got her out of the the cave and she was still warm but she was gone and so we just put her out on the car in the garage for the night and then buried her the next morning. So cycle of life right. But she had a good life. Um, she was 17 and I had her from the time she was a kitten. So it's funny how the animals mark these demarcations in our lives right? almost two decades of that that I had her so but I'm glad we we'd already made the move to get Killian it helps to have him around and Jackson's been acting a little sad but he's also been playing with Killian so so that's good um and I had already had a brunch planned yesterday. got to have brunch with Ed Kamara uh, who is the screenwriter who wrote um Lady Hawk and enemy mine and he lives not far from me and I had not seen him since pre-pandemic. So I've been uh conducting my my plan my renewed plan to uh, make in-person contact with people and we had a great time. Um and he wants me to stop by his house I'm going to give him a he wants to read my essay collection which I found interesting. He thought it was a new book and I was like no actually it's the oldest book. uh, Wyoming trucks true love and the weather channel. Uh, So I'm going to take that by and meet his wife who is interested in writing fiction apparently. So yeah we had a great brunch. Um, he treated me which was lovely and we just talked about writing and he was talking about how much he admires my um, my productivity which I think is nice. Uh, (laughs) I think it's funny meeting with people who ask me questions about my productivity and how to how I do it when I feel like I am always looking for ways to be more productive. Uh, But I suppose that's that's how it goes. We're always looking to improve right looking to go for the next thing. So speaking of productivity. Um I did not have a great day on Friday. Um, Yeah I only got a little over 500 words on the book. I could tell that I was out of juice. Yeah there's a very particular feeling to it where I'm just like out of juice and but then I was looking at the fact that uh, for the week uh, last week I got almost 8000 words for the week which is the best week that I have had since um October since the third week of October. So I've trying to cut myself some slack and just continuing to improve Uh, something I've talked about a whole lot on here that um, but you know you never know (laughs) who hasn't heard it before. Uh, But you know I'm very much a believer in uh, the training and training yourself to be able to write more uh, to produce more instead of like trying to force it. Um, and I know that some people disagree with this but but I actually think I'm right. (laughs) So there you are and I keep coming back to this that and I can see it in the data and I don't know if it's necessarily great data but I can see it in there that yeah that I have to Build up the endurance, build up the ability to produce the words. And so um, I'm sort of looking at this as a long term process. I really do want to meet my deadline uh, for the release of Rogue Familiar, but at the same time, I want to get back my overall productivity. So I'm trying to balance those two goals the short term and the long term goal. Uh, and I can see that it is it it, it's effective I could see it in the numbers that um, like over the last several weeks I have been gradually increasing what I'm doing each week. There's been a little bit of up and down but um, I think I'm getting it back up there again. So so that's what I'm focusing on is just trying to get so that I can produce more words per hour. I will re- excuse me really slowed down on words per hour. I'm getting better at staying focused during that hour. So. So yeah, I think it'll be good. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I have more to say on it than that. Um, other things about the weekend it was productive I got all the Christmas decorations down so we are returning to to order. Uh I got to talk to bestie Grace Draven on the phone for a while so that was good. Um yeah she's she's going to have some stuff to to share soon but I'm not sure I'll I'll leave it to her to share on that. Um. Little things that I've been putting off. I've got the fountain out front working correctly again, so that feels good. I also completed my reread of The Forgotten Beasts of Eld by Patricia McKillop, and uh, oh, she just did an extraordinary job with that book. That book is so beautiful and brilliant in so many ways. Uh, I love the way and I don't know if this will be slightly spoilery but you know when it's a book that's been out since 1974 <laughs> at some point you could talk about it right. Um I really love the trajectory of the story how it's about love and hate. Um it's about war and about how uh I I love how. Cybell I always say Cybell the wizard woman the protagonist um, how she gets caught up on this trajectory of hate and revenge that she feels like she cannot stop. Um and even though she knows that she's hurting the only two people that she loves she she can't let go of it she can't um break herself out of this trajectory and so there's this her character arc is just amazing how she kind of goes from this isolated and remote person who doesn't really interact with other human beings at all into learning how to love and then learning how to hate and then learning how she balances that but when she goes into this whole trajectory where she's going to enact her revenge, you go along with her with this sense of dread, right? Where you're just like, Oh, please don't do this. Please don't. No, stop, stop, stop. And where she, you know, takes one little step more and one little step more. Um, It's just so beautifully done. And for a book, that's not all that long too so it left me with a little bit of existential angst um creative angst in that I would you know finished it thinking you know this is the book that I wish I had written and I will never ever be able to write anything as good as this and it fills me with artistic despair <laughs> which I know is is like a privileged kind of despair to have and yet uh, there's there's not, there are a few feelings like that admiring what someone else did and knowing that you could never do it that well um and it makes me want to reevaluate what I'm doing sometimes right you know where I think well if I wrote more slowly would I write better and I know that I talk all the time especially when I'm talking about you know productivity and that kind of thing that you have to decouple the idea that writing slowly is writing better. Um, and obviously i I have conflicting ideas about this because I don't think it's true. I don't think that writing more slowly is writing better but I wonder if I I don't know if I spent more time weaving the story. Um, if I could layer it. I don't know this was this was her first novel. Um, you know and so maybe it was the story that was in her. Uh, it was interesting to reread it because I recognized so many influences on my own work. Uh, <laughs> little things in there that I was like oh yeah that's part of why I do this is from this book. So you know it's not that I'm not proud of my books and uh, that I don't think that they're good and all of that and I appreciate all of you out there who love them and read them but you know it's like oh could I create something that's this deftly layered. Uh, it, it's per it's a it's a, a perfect novel. I, there is nothing wrong with this book which is amazing right something Dorinda and I talk about is. The writer fantasy of being able to write like all three books in the trilogy before turning over any of them, right? So that you could go back and fine tune the beginning of the series to make it perfect. That I don't know. We have this idea that we could do that, um, and I th- I think she's going to try it on the next trilogies that she just contracted with St. Martin's to do. Um, which I think is not official official because the ink's not dry on the contract but uh, she's talking about trying to write all three books. Although if she you know and then we can keep your head in it right? You know sort of keep the threads. I'm I feel like I'm just now getting up to speed on rogue familiar. I'm almost done listening to the audio book of shadow wizard to get my head back in it. Um which I guess is okay I'm just at like 11,500 words on rogue familiar and I ended up making a whole lot of notes yesterday listening to that as I was cleaning up the Christmas decorations and everything. So I can pick up the threads again you know I just wonder if like it would be easier if I wrote them one after another but then things don't always work out that way and then you have you know the financial aspects I can't. Take the time to write three books without releasing them um you know, and not have new releases, not have that financial bump that that brings so unless I get a patron or a really big book deal, that's kind of what I'm stuck with uh but that that idea is always there. It's like if I could spend all the time in the world would it would it be different? Would I make? I don't know clearly conflicted on this like I do think that there's a point at which you can't keep messing with the thing you know that it it is what it is. So there we are. Uh, One question for all of the those of you who do tarot um, I have my tarot deck here which is my handy dandy original Rider-Waite deck and I have had this deck for probably 20 years and I'm very very familiar with it. I feel like it's got a lot of potency. It responds well to me but for some reason I was just recently thinking about how at one point I pulled out one of the cards and I was thinking and it's the Sun card and I thought I wonder if because I pulled it out because it had something to do with a book I was writing and this was a long time ago. I think this might have been like 2014 something like that. I I don't remember exactly which book I was writing but I pulled that out and I thought at the time oh I shouldn't do this because I'll forget and not put it back in the deck but I did. (laughs) So this weekend I went through and ordered all, all of my cards which I had not done in a very long time and sure enough I am missing the sun card which is the the card for Leo (laughs) uh, for the sun which is my zodiac sign. It's like it's kind of my card in a way so opinions from all of you. I mean I'm going to look for this card I'm going to see if I can find it. Um, because I might have it like in a file folder somewhere for that book. I looked desultorily I haven't looked really hard yet but if I cannot find it is it better to stick with my deck that has been you know tuned to me and the cards will work around the sun card or should I get a new deck. Um, I don't really like the decks that I mean they're fun I have a couple others that like have cool illustrations and all that sort of thing but I I kind of like this deck I like the rider weight um, for reasons. So opinions on this and and if you're not into Tarot and you think into to and you think that I'm crazy. Sorry got <laughs> me a little slack um but but yeah all right on that note I'm going to get to work. I hope that this will be an increased productivity week um but also with. Uh, fabulous layering. Right? Okay. Hope you all have a wonderful Monday. Hope that you are kicking this week off in a way that you want to and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye bye. Oh, take care.